Hi guys, welcome to Film Happy Hour. This is a podcast where we're reviewing movies and TV shows with the assistance of cocktails. Every week I'll have a guest that has an interest in film and TV and get their opinion on the films or the TV shows that they've been watching. From writers and directors to everyday movie lovers, everyone's planning on getting involved. Now, if you don't know already, this is episode 10. That's a little round of applause because we have come to the end of the season. I can't believe it. I actually... I can't believe this. This has been going on for roughly two months now. I think I'll say six weeks, six weeks. No, it's been 10. Oh, my goodness. It's been 10 weeks. What am I talking? Actually, it's been 11 because uh, there was a break between um, after episode eight. I took like a, a week off just so we could get used to us not, you know, hearing, not hearing from me. I don't think that's a pet, that's the right word to use. No up you know updated episode uh obviously for those of you that were like what why I, I just wanted you guys to salvage those one to eight episodes and listen back if you hadn't heard anything yet or if you were going to watch something that you wanted to get an opinion on before but that you know bearing in mind that the episodes are like there's a, sh- um, a spoiler review that's what we do here sorry about that we do give you a cheeky cheeky trailer though so you can hear if you want to watch it because you know I want to give you like all the insight before I rip the film to shreds um I've had a couple of amazing guests you know and they have been so so stellar so amazing you know just like couldn't have had any better I've had Ev's Adventures I've had DJ Amy I've had Gary Swaby I've had K.E. Smith Wong I've had I've had so many people on and it's been such a great adventure to have and especially knowing that I've been wanting to put out this podcast and I've been wanting to um, just have a nice safe place for movie lovers and TV show lovers, basically entertainment lovers, a nice place for us to come and talk about it. Like not necessarily just criticize, but just to show awareness and just in case something came up on your radar and then it's come up on my radar. Sometimes we might not, we might not get the same things. So it's been great. Also, my friends have been um, recommending things for me to watch. Also strangers and asking for my um, uh, review, my opinion and stuff. And I think that's amazing. Kind of what I wanted really and um it's just I don't even I just want to thank you guys for listening tuning in every Friday and just going on this journey with me like you know it's been like 10 weeks today is like week 10 episode 10 and we're just coming to like the finale and that's basically what leads to the theme of this episode you're listening to film happy hour with snow This episode we are reviewing, you know, the one and only film Happy Hour. <laughs> we are reviewing film Happy Hour. And just to look back at, at what we've been doing and what we've been talking about and just pretty much how it's going to be different in terms of season two. Now, with season two, I have a couple plans written down. Um, I don't know for certain if we're going to go with them. But again, I don't want to give you too much information. You know, we are going on a break for four weeks. But... I may do specials here and there because during the, the four week break, you know, Doctor Strange is coming out. So <laughs> that's going to have to be spoken about because I'm so excited. If there's any films I was excited for this year, it was Doctor Strange and Thor Love and Thunder. 
those were the two that I was very, very excited for. Those were the two that were on my roster. Everything else that I've seen up to now just happened to go on it. So that would be Moon Knight. That would be Spider-Man No Way Home. That one joined. I didn't really... Not that I didn't have high hopes for it. It's just um, he's not my Spider-Man. So I don't really uh, put a lot of emphasis or a lot of... Um, how would I say it? Attention to that Spider-Man. I think he's a nice Spider-Man, but he's just not my Spider-Man. So, but... You know, spoilers, seeing my Spider-Man in it. And the thing is, when I watched it, this is not a review, I'm just giving my two cents. When I watched it and the portal opened for Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man, I knew it was him. I'm sorry, I knew it was him. I, I don't know, the mannerisms, the demeanor, the way he was walking in the alleyway. It's, uh, <laughs> I knew it was him. And I told my friend, I was like, that's that's Andrew. That's my Spider-Man. That's that's my spider-man he came through and even the way he takes off his mask it's so dramatic he just squeezes it off anyway my spider-man so yeah that was lovely lovely to see uh i don't think i have anything else to say about the spider-man film but you know i you know what i think if we're gonna go comic book wise uh, i didn't have high hopes for batman either Batman kind of fell in my lap in terms of me liking it. I didn't plan to like it as much as I did. I knew I, I love Zoe Kravitz and I knew Zoe Kravitz was going to be in there. So I was watching it for her, but I left the um, cinema saying, you know what, Robert Pattinson, hey, hey, if you're starting like this, I can't wait to see how it looks later on. Um, what else? There's a lot more comic book stuff coming out. I don't really have high hopes for, if I'm being honest. That includes The Flash. That includes Aquaman. That includes... What else does it include? Uh, Miss Marvel. Like, uh, you know, I watch it just for the sake, but then I didn't really. But like the the thing that those things have that Moon Knight and, you know, can get away with is because I'm in. Um, what? You what? <laughs> I really like Oscar Isaac. I really like. Um, uh, <laughs> in my head, I'm like, I like the way he looks. I like his beard. No, I like his acting. I think he's a really good actor, especially after watching Scenes of a Marriage. And that one also gave me more props for Jessica Chastain. That is literally one of my favorite projects that they have done together because they have done a couple of things together. And so that's put me put him on the roster for me like higher. Obviously, he he did really well. So I'm not saying he looks really well. He did really well in June. That was nice to see. And now to see um, him in Moon Knight where he's playing a character that has multiple voices and just seeing him channel each and every character differently but still possessing the same face as in his face um it's beautiful to see and I love that I love when that works out another actor who's done that is James McAvoy in Split and it's just I really like it because every every what do you call them every personality has their own demeanor, has their own um, characteristics, has their own vibe. <laughs> I don't think vibe is the right word. Has their own flair, do you know? And to see um, them portray it each and every time they go into the zone of those personalities and you can see and distinguish, okay, so this is when he's Patricia. This is when he's, you know, the monster. I'm talking about James McAvoy here in Split. Um I just, you know, not gonna lie, James McAvoy is a top tier actor anyway, um, from when he balances from going to like doing theatre productions, what? Going through theatre productions and then coming to the big screen. It's just one of the things that's for the books for me anyway. Like I, I love that kind of stuff. I love witnessing it and looking at it. And it's just something 
a lot of actors I feel like they wish they could possess but they can't I have an actor in mind but I don't want to say who it is because I don't want backlash um you know what screw it J uh not me saying James McAvoy no James McAvoy is a good one Jared Leto I feel like he is a good actor but on a not a minuscule on a stagnant level and I feel like he tries to push himself to go to the different extremes to be able to channel what he needs to channel for the characters that he needs to portray. And it doesn't work from the Joker in Suicide Squad to Morbius in, um, you know, Morbius. Um, he has a show on Apple TV called We Crashed with Anne Hathaway. I haven't come around to watch it yet. Uh, I think I'll be able to do that over the weekend. I am going on holiday, so I'm trying to back like stack up all the things that I need to watch it'll be nice to see on the plane when I'm at the destination and on the way back but there's certain actors that just can't do things and I feel like when you accept what you can and can't do and then just stick to that you're perfect now like another example of someone that goes to different extremes and it works for them is Johnny Depp you know Johnny Depp is believable as a pirate of Caribbean Johnny Depp is believable as the transcendence uh so going from that to there to what's another example of him just being that guy do you know and that's why his career is one for the books I think if you look at his history as well especially from being like a young kid you know he started very young in the movie industry and just to keep that running is I think is one for the books it really is it's one thing to look out for because who else done that Matt Damon I or I the love I have for Goodwill Hunting is different I think it's in my top like all-time faves and I don't have any if that makes sense like if you were to ask me what are my top five I don't know we did we went through this last week didn't we when we were typing uh, we were saying our like top five favorite tv shows you asked me my top five movies I'll look at you and you look at me I, I don't have any it just literally depends on the day so, you know, I'm even thinking of Edward Scissorhands, you know, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Like, you can, every character he portrays, you believe it. But then you get, you know, actors like Dwayne Johnson, Jason Statham. They, they're okay. They've been typecasted and they're fine with that. And it works for them, you know. You know, think of a the rock film and you just think of a jungle. And it works for him. I feel like someone that's, like, in the middle of those two things is, like, someone like Ryan Reynolds. A lot of people say that he... We spoke on on the podcast a couple of episodes ago as well. He just plays himself in different situations. But I feel like, especially with his latest films, one being Free Guy and the other one being The Adam Project, I feel like he's deviating from that kind of. In Free Guy, don't get me wrong, there are elements of Ryan Reynolds, but it wasn't to the point that it was highlighting the whole film. Because there's some, when, especially when he was younger, there, there will be times where he's doing that and you're just like, for goodness sake, like give it a rest but with free guy i didn't feel that way free guy the chemistry he had with jody as well was just something um for the books or something that i really i really like when they have good chemistry because you can see it through the screen you can see it when the chemistry is bad you can see it when it's off you can see that it just isn't coming together really well and that's what's made me really excited about deadpool 3 the director of free guy is going to be directing it and just to see that um, translated and portrayed on screen will be very exciting for me and I, I like Ryan Reynolds as well as an actor he 
especially with the the way he's going adam project was completely different from me and for me to see him and and he did that really well like i was crying loads of times and not just because of his interactions with mark ruffalo but with his alone things with his when he interacted with jennifer at the bar and he was talking about being a mummy's boy and basically taking his mum for granted and stuff like that and then also the interactions that he had with the young adam walker scoble you know the interactions that he had with them there was so much chemistry even like including his chemistry with zoe zaldana but i feel like with zoe zaldana i just i think she oozes chemistry because she has a lot of chemistry with a lot of actors i watched um what did I just know? I'm confusing her with Sandy. She has, uh, you know, she had chemistry with, uh, who's the Avatar guy? Sam Worthington. Great chemistry. Who else did she have chemistry with? Chris Pratt. Great chemistry. Who else did she have chemistry with? She just has bare chem. Oh my gosh. Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Beautiful chemistry. Um, That's Meet the Suckers. We're the suck Losers. That's the film. Losers. Yeah. Chemistry was beautiful. Um, the uh, Star Trek chemistry was beautiful. Like she's just on job. She just has it, and I love that for her. Um, oh, Book of Life. Uh, her character has is in love with Channing Tatum's character. Chemistry beautiful, beautiful. Yeah. So <laughs> some people are just easy like that. Whoa. I mean, like working with them, like they just get on really well. Um, yeah. She death at a funeral. Chem- like it's just beautiful. Just lovely stuff lovely you know what send me more that's the content i've signed up for but um basically the theme of today's episode is us to look back do you know what i mean look back not even not even like to the point of a throwback but just to look back and acknowledge you know people have been doing like what is it um think like a man they've just done their 10 year it's been 10 years basically since that film came out and no one could tell me that i'd i completely forgot i'd i'd well depending where how old am i you see, that's what I'm saying. I watched it late. So when it said that, I was like, you're lying. There's no way that that film came out 10 years ago. A lot of stuff came out 10 years ago. It's just we watched it really late. And just to see the numbers that it's doing, especially if you have like TikTok, um, little plug, follow us, Film Happy Hour. Um, <laughs> just to see the stuff that a lot of materials come from, especially from the black community. And a lot of ideas, a lot of... Um, what would I call it? Not muse, a lot of creativity. And we push a lot of the limits in terms of creative, um, how would I put it? Let me think. Uh, no, I wouldn't say creative destination, but exploration. Oi, huh? think about that. What? Creative exploration. And because we don't want to be hindered by what other groups are doing, um especially the majority we want to be our own and i think that's what a lot of people gravitate towards especially when they watch um black or other minorities is work it's because it's different like look at the last season of bridgerton it shone so much light on the south asian community and in a beautiful way as well no trauma well you know it was trauma but like not to the point that everyone you know it was trauma as in like life, life trauma, not the type of people trauma. And I feel like I'm really happy with deviating because me personally, I don't know about other people, but me, I'm tired of slave films. I'm so tired of films where the black people are getting arrested by the police because they were driving the car in a white town. Like I'm so tired of those stories. There's so many other black stories that could be told. Look at King Richard, even though, yes, it's basically um, 
it's based on real life events. There's just, there's so many other stories that can be told within the perspective of a black person. Like somebody on Twitter was talking about how, um, don't worry, I'm not going to like proper go into depth about it, but it's just something to look at, especially upcoming writers and upcoming directors and producers. Just something to have on your roster is, you know what, what stories aren't being told, but you know are interesting to be told. Because if we look back, we had bangers. We actually had bangers. What's that Bow Wow film where the, he had like, um, like, what's it called? um shoes 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 like mike like mike you know like there's so many um well okay we, the most recent one that i can think of is the looney tunes one what's the looney tunes film um I think, is it called looney tunes if it's called looney tunes i'm so sorry um it's got lebron lebron space jam there we go that's uh another one but like it's it's more on the cartoon side but you know what kind of message i'm trying to put across but it's just a lot of things to look at especially with um the introduction of a lot of black creatives in go breaking into the film industry and the tv industry and just seeing them work and thrive and do what they can do best and i'm rooting for everyone black anyway so in the words of Issa ray that's what I'm doing. So um, I'm excited for that. Talking about Issa Rae. I am still trying to finish Insecure. I'm trying to watch Moonfall. I'm trying to watch... Uh, I want to. You know what? That's even funny. I haven't even watched like Luke Cage. <laughs> well, ask me how many times I've watched um, Daredevil and The Punisher. It's so funny. I don't know what it is. I think um, I'm scared to watch Luke Cage because I feel like there's going to be um, a lot of minority issues. And I kind of like to watch... Uh, film and tv to get away from the problems if it's like constantly portrayed on screen i just feel like it's it's gonna be a hard pill to swallow but obviously i'm not i'm not saying that the situations that people are going through aren't real but it's just kind of escapism it's like listening to music when you're on the train and you listen to music you don't be you don't pay attention that you're on the train you're just listening so you can go to another realm and listen to them tunes and that's how i that's how i see film I see film as an entrance to a, another world. Talking about an entrance to another world, Ready Player 2 is coming out, is going into production soon, which I'm so excited for because the break between Ready Player 1 has taken a, has taken a long time. Talking about taking a long time, bro, now you see me free? Nah. Now you see me, I'm about to send such a long email because what's happening? What's going on? I know that they're going... Um, into production now but do you know let me, do you know when now you see me too now you see me too came out in 2016 it's 2022 that is a good six years we waited a good six years are you being are you kidding me right now a good six years you waited and you know what spoilers i don't know about you guys but for me i think he's alive that's all I'm going to say. The, you get, if you get it, you get it. If you don't, go watch Nice Me 2. Nice Me 2, I love it. It's one of my favourite, not even magician films. It's just one of my favourite Lionsgate films because it's just, it's beautiful. Oh, my days. Oh, talking about chemistry, they all have a great chemistry. I'm really upset Isla Fisher didn't come back, but you know, uh, what's her name? The other babe will do. Um, what's her name? Lizzie Kaplan. Ka yeah, she can do. Um, but I would have, I would have preferred Lila, um, Isla Fisher. But now you see me free. Needs to hurry up. Six years. Do you know how long that is? My, I don't think my sister was even born, and she's turning seven. 
So <laughs> that gives you the kind of um, insight. But really and truly, I don't want to keep you guys long. I just want to um, reiterate and thank you guys for listening for this, for, you know, for these 10 weeks. It's not been easy and it's not been, uh, yeah, it's not been easy pretty much. But everyone has been so helpful. The guests have been so lovely. People asking to come on the podcast, which something I didn't foresee coming. I thought it'd be harder for me to get the creatives on here but seeing people want to come on and talk about different aspects of the film from like the fashion to the music that was chosen to the soundtrack of the actual film it's just lovely because it gives me points point of views and things to consider that I hadn't considered before normally when I'm watching films I just think about the storytelling I think about the writing I think about the direction that is taking I think about how the director directed the film thinking of the camera angles you know what I'm listing them off like this but when I'm watching it doesn't feel that way when I'm watching, I'm just like, huh? Like something goes off and I'm like, what? Okay, I guess this and I guess this and I guess that. Do you know what I mean? But, you know, the music soundtrack bit never really occurred to me. I think the only time I've actually paid attention to the soundtrack was Black Panther. Black Panther, I made a, I took note of the soundtrack only because it was um, produced by Kendrick Lamar. Like he was the one that was um, in charge of the music. So I was like, okay, if you've got Kendrick Lamar on it, then the music has to slap. The music will have to play an important part and it did the scenes that they did play music on from the soundtrack really did amplify the scenes and they work together hand in hand and that's something that I really like because it makes the story of the film and the film itself smoother when the film is pretty like hard and um you can tell that it's fighting the music it's fighting the color scheme it's fighting the trajectory of however they're trying to paint the characters it kind of puts you off the film and then that's how that's why I give films 10 minutes to impress me if after 10 minutes I don't feel like I'm into your film I'm gonna take I'm not gonna watch it because that's your for me that's how I see I see watching the film the first 10 minutes I'll, I'll even push it and say 15 the first 15 minutes of the film you are supposed to attract me you're supposed to encapture me and make me not want to turn it off you can get boring in the middle and maybe at the end, but at the I think the beginning is very critical because I've already chosen to watch what you're going to put out. Now, if I press play and what you're playing doesn't make sense to me, I'm going to take it off. And not I'm not saying this because I have a short attention span or anything, but I think it's for anything. I think when you're listening to a, to a song as well, the instrumental, you know, you're like, okay, how they start the song. You wait for the beat to drop. It's, you know, the only reason as to why I'm using music as a metaphor is because I work. <laughs> I work a lot with music so that's the best way I can explain how I see films so if in the beginning of the film I'm not really like enticed and taken in I doubt I'm going to continue watching it unless unless it's very unless it's asterisk capital italics all of that there's actors in it that I really love if there's actors in it I really love I don't care if the story is interesting or not I'm just there to see whether my under those conditions can my actor perform and they you know more time I have been impressed. You know, sometimes they're given a, sh a bad script. I'm trying not to swear. On this episode, they're given a bad script. Yeah, script. They're given a bad script and it's hard for them to work with it. But if they're able to push through and carry it, I'm okay. Like for me, I didn't like, um, what's Oscar Isaac's film? Ital Italica? Italic? What? The robot one. Um, Ex Machina. Yeah, I didn't like it. I didn't like Ex Machina. But there was a lot of people in there that I liked. Oscar Isaac being one. Who else is in there? The Swedish babe. Um, Alicia Vikander. 
Who else is it? No, I was only watching it for those two. I'm not going to lie. Four and so to see that. I don't think they were given a bad script, but I just think it wasn't my cup of tea. But I watched the end for them. And it was, at the, I think the ending for it was really nice. I'll give them that. But see what I mean? Like how long is a film? And I'm saying the ending was really nice. One hour 50. That's, that's a long time. But, you know, I ride for my people. I ride for them. My actors, no matter what. Like now, I I don't know if I want to watch The Northman. Is it called The Northman? um alexander skarsgård's film yeah i want to watch the northman just for alexander skarsgård and nicole kidman you know you've got ethan there's a lot of big names in this oh i didn't even know bill skarsgård his brother's in it so there's a lot there's a lot of people in this one so i'm more likely going to watch it but i just feel like it's a bit too scary for me i've mentioned before i'm not uh someone that likes to watch horror films and i don't like being scared in films i, I don't like it at all so I don't know how I feel about watching this one, but I will. But again, yeah, The Northmen, I'm just, I'm literally watching it. But the, seeing the reviews that people have made on it, they really, they really like it. And so I, I need to, I'm waiting for bad reviews because I kind of like, I don't like it when it's just good reviews, good reviews, good reviews, good reviews, good reviews. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense because somebody must not like it. And I want to know why you don't like it. That's that with Batman. How can you all say that you love it, you love it, you love it, you love it? And no one's saying why they hate it. But I got more, um, they hated it. And I kept asking them why they hated it. And majority of the time, they were waffling. They were just chatting nonsense. Oh, because, um, yeah, well, Robert, shut up, shut up. You're just hating it because you think it's a cool train. Because I know when you go home, you're like, oh, my God, Robert, you did so well. <laughs> so let's not do that. Let's not do that here. Just, you know, just say the thing was good or say the thing was bad. And if you're saying the thing was bad, say why you thought it was bad. And that's just as simple as that um not get not me getting into a rant but guys that's literally what i was doing this episode this episode just to look back um just to look back at these 10 weeks that we've spent together um you listening to my voice and my guest's voices me recommending things to you hopefully you've watched them if there's something you've watched that you want to recommend watch it if there's something you want me to recommend you now if you have bbc iplayer there's a show called fort salem it's about witches that have been enrolled in the army and they fight for their country so if you're into that kind of stuff it's uh, if you've watched wheel of time it's it there's a lot of stuff that's happening that reminds me of it so i'd i'd recommend fort salem uh no i have not watched sonic yet i know that's really bad no i have not watched fantastic beasts i know that's really bad no i have not watched the episode of moon that came out this week that is really bad but I'm getting there, guys. I'm just, I've been all over the place. I'm going on holiday next week. So it's, you know, it's kind of been on my forefront. But uh, I do plan. I do plan on watching those things. Guys, can't believe this. It's bittersweet. We've come to the end of episode 10. We've come to the end of season one. What? Season one, ladies and gents. And they's. And non-binaries. I can't believe this. I know it's, uh, it's getting me a bit emotional, I'm not going to lie. Thank you so much for listening. If you still want to get in contact with me about what you've been watching and whether you, you should watch it or if you're hesitant about watching something, can you want me to watch it before and let you know whether it's worth watching it? Literally just tweet me at Movie Connoisseur or at Film Happy Hour and I can get back to you. And if you don't want it to be on the TL, if you want it to be more direct, you can message us at, on Insta, a cheeky DM at Film Happy Hour. If you want to watch a little clip it's of little snippets of the interviews and the discussions that I had with the guests you can find them on TikTok you guessed it at film happy hour but no I did not drink a cocktail today I am drinking water hydrated but the next cocktail I have I'll dedicate it to you guys celebrating season one of film happy hour thank you guys so much for washing washing what 
Thank you so much for listening. Have a lovely, lovely May. Because I come back towards the end of May, I think. Not me telling you. What? Goodness. Um, I don't know. I, I believe. I believe so. I believe so. I'm going away for a month. So really, two and two should be equaling to four. But yeah, thank you guys for listening. Um, don't forget to subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify. Just add us to your weekly agenda. Weekly agenda. There we go. And you can listen to me always. Do you know what I mean? I know it's going to be a long time, but don't worry, girls. Don't worry. Don't worry, people. I'll be back. Just got to, you know, got to go come back rebranded. And you'll be so surprised. You'll be like, oh, my days of this film happy hour hosted by Snow. And I'm like, yes, it is. Um, yes. So thank you guys so much for listening. I have been your host, Snow. This has been Film Happy Hour. And this has been season one.